5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. All right, here we go. Friday, Friday, Friday gets you to the weekend. Football Friday edition. PJ Show. Uh Uh-huh. Here we go. Welcome in, everybody. Great to have you with us uh, here. Patrick Johnson Show. Get you to the weekend football Friday edition. ECU Houston tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Uh, that is going to begin uh, with coverage at 1 right here on the flagship of the Pirates 94-3, the game. Often imitated, never duplicated. Granddaddy of them all, the award-winning fastest two hours in radio into our fourth decade. It's Pirate Game Day Countdown. Fueled by Bush Light. Pre-game show with everything you need to know. Get you ready for ECU at Houston. Terrence Copper, Pirate, all-time great NFL veteran, Pampack legend. Yours truly will be on the broadcast for you. Lead you into network coverage. You can hear the game right here on 94.3. The game also 107.9 WNCT. Network coverage begins at 3, kickoff at 4. Uh, it is time for, well, let me tell you what we got on the show first today. Uh, JP2, what a year that the Saints have had. We're going to talk to their head coach, Sean Murphy, coming up in a little bit. And then we're going to have uh, Nikki Novak come on. Lots of movies out now, including, you know, the Halloween movie and other big uh, movie, the Bond movie. Tons to talk about there. So, Fandango's Nikki Novak coming up. But right now, it's time for today's Pirate Report. Here we go. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Seamless transition as always. Uh, Today's Pirate Report is brought to you by Barber Hendrick Honda point of Greenville Boulevard and Memorial Drive. Comfort Master and Comfort Air of Newburn. Call Comfort Master for your heating and AC needs. Lewis Farley and Robin Bowen, two great pirates. Also, bye. Texas Roadhouse of Greenville just named the number one Texas Roadhouse of the nation. Texas Roadhouse with legendary food and service. So they bring you today's Pirate Report. Uh, let's see here. Uh, of course, ECU and uh, the Houston Cougars tomorrow. Pirates take it on Cougar High. 
Uh, time to hear some of Coach Houston's final thoughts going into the matchup this weekend. This is uh, Pirate Coach Mike Houston on how practice has been this week. He's called it a good week of practice. A couple good days of practice, okay, and pads, really good energy. You know, I thought the guys looked really, really fresh yesterday. Uh, we looked at the film and everything. So, um, you know, we had to clamp some execution things from yesterday, but uh, that's to be expected with a, you know, a little bit of time off. But I thought I had great energy again today. Uh, they're excited for this weekend. It's a tough game. It's a very, very good opponent. Uh, but the guys are really excited about the matchup. So it uh, should be a good one on Saturday. And uh, Mike Houston elaborated on the fact that his uh, team uh, is excited about traveling to Texas to take on the Cougars. I mean, I, I think they're older. Uh, you know, they got more experience, obviously. So, um, you know, they have their strengths and we have our strengths. And, you know, I think that, uh, you know, our guys are, are pretty excited because, you know, playing a five and one team, it's, uh, you know, one of the better teams in our conference and they're on a five game winning streak. And so I just, I think our guys are just excited for the matchup, excited for the challenge. Yeah, we really haven't uh, talked a whole lot about Houston this year, uh, but, you know, this is a, a program and a team that uh, is really, really lights out on defense, but they also have uh, done a really fine job offensively scoring points, particularly at uh, certain times this year. Uh, and uh, I just don't know if we talk about them enough uh, with what Cincinnati has uh, done and others have done. Uh, Houston, uh, Coach Houston talking about uh, guys on the roster, on the Pirate roster, who are from the state of Texas, getting to play in front of uh, family and friends. Yeah, I think for all of our Texas guys it is. You know, uh, Ryan Stubblefield, uh, Bruce Bivens, Audie Amatosho, um, and uh, uh, Jacoby Simpson. Uh, you know, those four guys are all from that area. And so, uh, you know, they're all excited about it. Uh, you know, I think the older guys, Audie and, uh, Audie and Bruce, I mean, they've, you know, this is the last last season they're going to have playing college ball. And so last opportunity to play in front of a lot of family and stuff. So I think probably for those two, uh, it's, even more, it's even more important. It's our Pirate Report here today, ECU and Houston tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Uh, Hear the game here on 94-3, the game. The uh, coach into what it'll take to beat the uh, Houston Tiger or the Houston Cougars. Well, I think things we can do better to be successful, period, um, really is offensively execution. Um, I think we've got to play aggressive. We've got to play with a lot of energy. We've got to execute at a high level. You know, if we do those three things on offense, then you know we're, we're going to play pretty well. And we're playing against a very good defense, so we'll have to play well. I think defensively, it's you know continuing to build on how we've been playing. Uh, you know, we focused on trying to eliminate the mistakes of giving up some big plays, but our guys have been extremely aggressive. We've been very, very physical. And that's, you know, the big things I've focused on this week is physicality, effort, uh, you know, playing with a lot of energy, you know, focusing on the team. I don't know if, yeah, you can see that. Focusing on the team. What, what do I have to do for the team? You know, that's been, uh, you know, a big point of focus this week because, you know, coming off the bye week and then, you know, you've, you've had some time away and you've kind of been away from the coaches a little bit and, you know, you can get caught up in, you know, the me monster a little bit. And so uh, you got to get, your, get yourself focused back in on the team and the success of the group as a whole. Interesting uh, comments there. Um, Mike Houston also uh, talked about how the team has looked coming off that open or bye week. When we flipped on the film from yesterday's practice, it was noticeable. I mean, just the thing I know is just how much faster we were playing on defense. I mean, it was just like the ball snapped and it's just, 
you know, taken off, you know, it's a swarm. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what I hope I see on Saturday. You know, if we can see that on Saturday on both fronts, offensive front and defensive front, linebacker level, you know, triggering, playing downhill, and really getting off the ball on offense. And if, if, if you see that on Saturday, then you know, we're going to play well. And, uh, you know, I'm sure Houston's doing the same thing. I mean, they had time off too. Uh, you know, we were down in uh, Atlanta recruiting, and I ran into one of their players that was home home for the weekend. He was there visiting his high school coach. So they've had some, uh, they've had some time off also. ECU and the uh, Houston Cougars coming up uh, tomorrow. Again, our coverage begins at 1 o'clock with Pirate Game Day Countdown right here on the flagship, 94-3 the game. SMU uh, beating Tulane last night, so the Ponies sit atop the league standings, tied with Houston right now at 3-0. and Cougars, as we mentioned, have won five in a row. Cincinnati is 2-0 and in the league, 6-0 and overall. Then you have Tulsa at 2-1. and and the Golden Hurricane all of a sudden have reeled off two in a row. Pirates are there at one and one in a tie with Temple right now in the league standings. Memphis, UCF both at one and two. Navy at one and three. Then you have South Florida, the Pirates' next opponent after Houston at 0 and two. They've dropped three straight have the Bulls. And then Tulane is 0 and three. Uh, and uh, the Greenies on a mired in a five game losing streak right now. Of course, you got Smew. 21st-ranked SMU knocking off Temple 55-26. Uh, tonight, Memphis at UCF. Coming up tomorrow at noon, Cincinnati at Navy. Of course, the Pirates at Houston. And then the nightcap in the American will be Temple and USF. Next week, uh, we're going to have, of course, on Monday's show, Jim Zoki and uh, Panthers. We'll also recap uh, what ECU does against Houston. Have some audio for you from that in the postgame setting. Uh, and uh, more. We're uh, not going to have Houston, Coach Houston on for our Houston huddle with the short week. We're, we're working on getting some guests in there, including John Gilbert, uh, the uh, commissioner of the American Athletic Conference, uh, our friend Mike Oresco. We've been trying to get him now for months, so so hopefully after this announcement we can have a chance to talk to him tomorrow. There's plenty to discuss there, uh, but we have a chance to talk to him at some point in the next uh, few days. And uh, some other great guests as well. Uh, one that's been in the national headlines here lately. So uh, we're working on all that, just trying to nail it all down. The short week next week does make things a little bit uh, complicated because, uh, you know, you want to – I mean, we got we got the level guests. You want to have them on in the prime slots. And, you know, next week's going to be a little bit of a, a different week. Uh, you know, not having Coach Houston on Tuesday will probably allow us a chance to, to maybe negotiate uh, – some of these guest appearances, the big the big ones we're talking about. And I would consider at this point the commissioner to be a big guest, but I would also consider some of the others that we're, we're trying to talk to as, uh, again, one that's been in the national headlines uh, here recently. So uh, all of that coming up, uh, working on it, try to get it done for you. A lot of good reaction as well uh, to uh, our interview yesterday with C. Austin Cox. Uh, you can always relive any of our broadcasts on – 943thegame.com. We post the uh, podcast of the show every day. We'll have this one up for you uh, soon. So uh, check it out. All right, let's uh, grab a break. When we come back, we'll uh, talk about the local scene here a little bit. Of course, it is the next to last high school football Friday of the regular season. They've got an extra round of the playoffs this year, so it's a six-round deal. And uh, the... uh, Rampants will not be playing tonight. Some details on that 
and we'll talk to the head man for the JP2 Saints, John Paul Catholic the Sec- John Paul II Catholic uh, is off to a really, really fabulous uh, beginning to their year, and they have a lot of high hopes over the next couple of weeks as far as their uh, eight-man state championship goes. They've got a, uh, a game tonight against an 11-man opponent. All of those deets plus Sean Murphy when we come back here on the Patrick Johnson Show, the Get You to the Weekend Football Friday version. It's coming up on your flagship home of Pirate Basketball, 94.3 The Game. Hunting season is here, and it's time for a visit to Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop. Just outside of Greenville, a marine drive. Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop is your location for all your hunting supplies. In addition to guns and ammo, they have a complete archery pro shop with a full-time bow tech on site, plus sportsmen on staff to answer your questions. Whether you need hunting, fishing, clothing, or outdoor supplies, make Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop your one-stop destination. Open Monday through Friday till 5 and Saturday at 1230. Your vehicle packs a load of safety features to protect you in an accident. At North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, it's our job to protect you just as well after an accident. With fast claim service from local agents, our auto coverage is a lot like an airbag. We hope you never need to use it, but we're right there and ready just in case you do. North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, helping you is what we do best. North Carolina Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Insurance of North Carolina, Inc., Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, and independent licensee of Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. In Greenville, contact your local Farm Bureau agent for a quote for your car, home, life, or your health. You'll be working with neighbors you can trust, people like Alan Hill or Tony Boyd. These agents are dedicated to protecting your family and your dreams. These Farm Bureau agents are knowledgeable in a wide range of insurance products, but they are also tuned in to the Greenville community. Again, contact Alan Hill or Tony Boyd today at Farm Bureau Insurance in Greenville, 252-756-3165. That's 252-756-3165. I'm Tim Sutton from Greenville Auto World. Trucks, 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 two-wheel drives, four-wheel drive, extended cabs, crew cabs, you name it, we have it. Late model, low mileage, all brands. 15 lenders to choose from for all of your financing options. Plus, we customize tires, rims, lift kits on site, no matter how large or small the job is. For an appointment, call us at Greenville Auto World on Charles Boulevard at 364-8730. Finally, Greenville has a new P.T.'s Grill. P.T.'s Old Fashioned Grill is open on Greenville Boulevard across from Ashley Furniture. With burgers, fries, chicken sandwiches, salads, even two vegan burgers. P.T.'s Old Fashioned Grill uses fresh, never-frozen beef and chicken, plus their famous hand-cut fries are prepared daily for each meal. They also have hand-squeezed lemonade and local beers on tap. For lunch or dinner, check out P.T.'s Old Fashioned Grill on Greenville Boulevard in Greenville, and you'll understand what all the excitement is about. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job, helped me pay for my house. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard. Aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station. Every Monday during the ECU baseball season, tune in as Pirate Coach Cliff Godwin talks East Carolina baseball. Brought to you by Carolina Digestive Diseases and Endoscopy Center and the Gavigan Agency. With Patrick Johnson on your home for Pirate baseball. I fly ball to left, to the track, to the wall. He cannot get it. 94.3. 
game and 943thegame.com. Now back to the Patrick Johnson Show. No Rose football tonight here on 94.3 The Game. The Rampants have their scheduled off week. Meantime, D.H. Conley will have to travel to Newburn to take on the Bears, who are just steamrolling opponents right now, including the Rampants last week. Conley with a big upset of Jacksonville last week. South Central, who have dropped three in a row, will travel down to Onslow County to take on the Cardinals at 7 o'clock. All of that out of the Big East 3A-4A. Over in the EPC, the Eastern Plains 2A, West Craven sits atop the league standings at 3-0. Washington at 3-1 by virtue of their win over North Pitt, who's also 3-1. And And then uh, Aiden Grifton and Farmville Central. Uh, Despite the really good year that Farmville's uh, had, all things considered, 0-4 in the league. Washington tonight uh, playing host to Southwest Edgecombe. North Pitt tonight scheduled to take on West Craven. And Green Central and Farmville Central will play one another. They're scheduled to at least uh, tonight. Something's got to give there. Both teams are on losing streaks. GC two in a row. FC three in a row. So that is uh, the local scene as far as the public schools go. On the private school side of things, JP2. Bit of an odd situation for the Saints. It's been a, a bit of a crazy year. For John Paul II, they've gone back and forth between playing 11-man and 8-man schools this year, and it was announced uh, yesterday about midday that their conference game in 8-man football against St. David's in Raleigh, which was scheduled for tonight, has been canceled. So now the the Saints are going to play at Hopton, so they'll travel to take on the Wildcats in an 11-man game. Sean Murphy is the coach of JP2. He joins us on the phone here. You know, there's a lot to talk about with the team that's, that's had a great year and has a bit of a new challenge ahead of it here tonight. Close out the season next week against Parrot Academy in uh, that burgeoning rivalry game uh, at home. But uh, let's talk about the mascot, that sweet new uh, logo and the, the new mascot JP2 has. Yeah, it's a little different. You know, we uh, we use the traditional fleur-de-lis that the New Orleans Saints use. And what's crazy is, Every time I would wear a jacket with the fleur de lis, the first question everybody would say is, "How about them Saints?" And uh, what do you think about Drew Brees? So it, just, <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't connecting. So we decided to go with the Saint Bernard. And uh, I don't know if there's anyone. I'll be honest with you, North Carolina that has the Saint Bernard as uh, as the mascot. So it's kind of cool. And uh, uh, we just actually purchased uh, the school purchased a dog. A, oh gosh, Saint Bernard. Okay. So, so we've got we've got the whole thing now. So we're ready to go. So some places, you know, have the bovine or the ram or the live yes. eagle or you guys have the live Saint Bernard. I love it. Uh, we, like Uga we, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got we 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 uh, we we tracked him out yesterday, and uh, he's a pup. Uh, this. Uh, the school we we got him out of, actually from I guess a breeder up in Canada and uh, he was excited and exhausted after the first <laughs> game so uh, he had a lot of friends though and everybody was uh, certainly uh, liking uh, liking our new uh, our, our new pop so uh, it was pretty cool it was good for our good for our school and good for our our school spirit and community JP two football coach Sean Murphy with us what's the dog's name a hoodie okay so that was. Yeah, so a little different. That wasn't my my pick, but 
uh, the kids seem to like it, and uh, it works. So if they're happy, I'm happy. The live new mascot for JP2, yes. Hoodie the St. Yes. Bernard. Now, where, yes. where does Hoodie stay? Now, look, I, I can imagine this dog's going to be well taken care of, but where, where oh, will Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, Hoodie is staying at our president's home. Okay. So they are taking uh, taking good good care of Hoodie, and I think he's uh, he's going to enjoy it, that's for sure. So, But he gets lots of love, and he's been out to uh, our volleyball game, and uh, he's going to be at most of our athletic events. That's cool. Unfortunately, what's not so cool is, uh, and but you guys have been real flexible with this, games that have been uh, canceled or, or well, canceled. Not a lot of them have been postponed, just flat-out canceled. You guys have worked really hard to find opponents. You're going to head down to Hobton tonight. Uh, you're originally scheduled to play St. David's up around the North Hills area of Raleigh, but that game has been canceled. So uh, back to 11-man tonight. But let's talk about this year's team. Tell me a little bit about some of the guys. Well, offensively, we got, uh, we've got a couple of kids. We've got... Two running backs, uh, Ryan Roseboro. Ryan is a 6'2", he's a 300-pound tailback, and Ryan is uh, is a very good player. He's a junior. Uh, he's getting some looks by lots of Division One schools. I'm not sure if he's going to play running back on the college right. level. He'll probably right. be a defense lineman, but he's a big athletic kid, and um, you know I've been really pleased with him. He just went over the 1,000-yard mark last week, and then we've got a little sophomore named Justin Biggs, who's uh, about 160 pounds, but uh, very fast, and he's approaching the 1,000-yard mark. And uh, we also have a big offensive lineman in Joey Kester. Joey's about 6'4", about 260, and uh, he's getting some Ivy League looks. Ivy League looks. So we're that's kind of our strength of our – we're a run, running team. Uh, you know, if we throw five times in the game, we're, we're airing it out. So we uh, – we're a little bit of a ground and pound and a little old school, but that's worked for our kids, and our, our kids have sort of bought into that style offense that we run. And, and then on defense, um, we've kind of, we're kind of a bend but don't break. Um, they've actually played pretty well, uh, especially the last couple of weeks, and they're led by our two inside linebackers, Will McMahon, who's a senior, and uh, Kevion Moore, who's a sophomore. Both are very good players, and both, I think, are leading our conference in tackles. And I think Kevion's got like 85 tackles and uh, uh, Will's got about 74. So, you know, our linebackers have done a really good job. So it's been a, it's been a good year. We're still very young. Uh, we only have two seniors. So the majority you know, the, the, the core of our kids are juniors and sophomores. Sean Murphy, JP2, head football coach. Not that you're necessarily looking past tonight, but next week is a conference game. Parrot Academy coming to town. That is an emerging rivalry, quite obviously, and uh, going to be an important game next week in Greenville. Yeah, that's going to be a huge game for us. And, and, you know, Parrot is, you know, they're the team to beat. I think they have 13 or 14 seniors, and they're they're, they're very good. I mean, I, I know Matt Beeman pretty well, and uh, Matt said this is, could be his best team he's ever had. So it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a tough, uh, you know, daunting task for us. But, I, you know, I think our kids will be excited to play. And, uh, you know, regardless, um, you know, if, if we come up short or they come up short, there's, there could be a good chance that we would both meet anyway in the, in the state finals because I think we'll both be hosting first-round playoff games. And for the eight-man, there's just a semifinal and a final. Right. So uh, I have a feeling whatever the outcome is um, – we might be, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if we saw them again. So 
Um, but they were very good. They've got a very good quarterback, very good running back, uh, receiver. Uh, they've got depth and numbers, and uh, yeah, they're they're without a doubt the team to beat. And we're gonna we'd ha- we're gonna have to play a perfect game uh, in order to uh, to stay with them because I think I think they're a very good football team. Like I said, they're well coached. So it'll be a challenge. I think our kids are looking forward to it, and uh, it'll be kind of cool because I think we've become two of the better eight man teams in the state, and we're both we're, we're thirty minutes from one another. So Kind of cool. It's becoming a little rival. We've got Sean Murphy, JP2's football coach, with us. They're playing tonight against Hobson in an 11-man game. And the Saints have uh, reeled off uh, five wins in a row, 7-1 and one, uh, overall, undefeated in their, their conference this year. You have played 11-man games this year, uh, a lot of ways out of necessity, but it has been something that you've done. And that includes a big win last week against Spring Creek where it was nip and tuck and you guys came out on top. Yeah, we've played – it's funny. We've played three 11-man games, and we're 2-1 and one right now. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a challenge for our kids because you go from preparing for an eight-man game and then an 11-man game and then back to an eight-man game. So um, the good thing is it allows us to get a lot of kids on the field and it gets us a little more depth and experience. Uh, the bad thing is you're constantly you, you got to switch your schemes up a little bit, and the eight-man game is much different, especially on the special teams, because most most schools uh, will try to onside kick uh, in order to gain a possession because there's a few you know there's three fewer players on the field, so it's sometimes the strategy is a little bit different. But I think moving forward, we're going to continue to play all of our out-of-conference games will be eleven-man, and then we're going to play our in-conference eight-man. So. It's kind of the best of both worlds. Our kids enjoy it. We have the numbers, so uh, it's it's been fun. And uh, like I said, we've we've kind of had success on both uh, both eleven and eight. So you know, and if we continue to grow, who knows where we're going to go down the line? But uh, mo- uh, you know, most of the eight man in eastern, most of the private schools in eastern North Carolina play eight man football. So that's you know, that's kind of a challenge, and uh, I know if we went the public school route, we would have to play at a 2A level because we're private, and I don't know if we're at that. We're ready for that since right, we only sure. have, you know, a little over 200 kids in the school. You also, um, you know, have public schools now uh, that are playing eight-man. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Parrott yeah. played Columbia, I think it was, the other week. Um, and so, I mean, you're, we're starting to see it. And look, to me – that only makes sense. Somewhere yeah. in the northeastern part of the state, you need numbers are a challenge. Uh, it, it's a way to, to play football and pretty darn good football uh, and not have the nam- the numbers be something that, that prevents you from being competitive or, uh, you know, and, and possibly cut down on injuries. Now, Jones Sr.'s had a year where they've won some games. I always thought Jones Sr. should have done it because they, yeah. they you know, they, they just have no participation down there. Uh, but there are teams in the northeastern part of the state have gone that route. Uh, might you see some some opportunities, even though you said you probably would go 11-man in the non-conference, but might you see some opportunities to play some of those schools in 8-man? Yes, we would definitely. And I'll tell you, you know, it, I think what, what people – I didn't know anything about 8-man until I started coaching at JP2. But you know what? I've actually uh, I've grown to really – I like the game. It's exciting. It's uh, There's some high score, big plays. Uh, it's fan friendly, and you know what? Actually, you've got to be a pretty good athlete to play the game because it's um, there's fewer players. So you got to be able to run. Um, you got to be a little more athletic. And you know what? What I don't see as much is uh, is injuries. There's fewer injuries with eight man because sometimes 
those big 300 pound kids, uh, you know, they aren't as uh, productive in eight man because sometimes they're not as athletic. They're big kids that take up space. So the collisions are a little bit different. Um, but the game is really good. And like I said, you know, somebody told me, well, you know, eight man, if you get kids, they're not going to get recruited for college. And I'm not, I'm certainly not seeing that. So I would like, I hope more of the small schools consider it because if you've got hard to play 11 man when you've got 25 kids in your football team but eight man you can do it and um you know you got even if you got 30 you know 30 kids 25 20 15 you can still do it and teams are doing it and uh, like i said it's a fun game and uh, i hope to see more of the public schools consider it yeah i i think the ones that are really serious about fielding football teams will and uh yeah and, and hope they will uh indeed do that and look it it would be there. There could be enough of them now. I mean, there there could be some non-conference opportunities, and you know, maybe put together a little a little conference that that you know, geographically, there'd be some really uh, interesting uh, matchups. Uh, you mentioned Coach Murphy the uh, uh, playoffs. Parrot JP two. Who else is looking like they're going to make it? And the next couple weeks is are there still some teams playing to get in? Yeah, right now it looks like there's there's. Uh, us and Parrot are already in, and there's three teams playing for two spots. It's uh, it's Cary Christian, Rocky Mount Academy, and Faith. So we'll know probably this week and next week to see who the three and four seed will be. Well, actually, all four seeds. Because um, uh, when we play Parrot on next week, that will be for the one seed. And uh, the other teams are kind of playing each other for the three and four seed. So it'll be interesting. And the league has been – you know, it's been it's been a very good competitive league and uh, among the private schools. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, and I, like I said, Parrot is, is probably the team to beat, but everybody else can. Uh, those five teams, you know, that are in the mix, uh, I think anybody can beat anybody if the stars are aligned correctly. Because um, there's there's some pretty good talent, and uh, I've been impressed with the play of the other schools. Yeah, uh, Rocky Mount beat Faith. Uh, Faith has carry tonight, so uh, you know this could be a little bit of a, an elimination situation for Faith Christian yeah. and Rocky Mount, uh, who's who's kind of reeling right now a little bit. Uh, both the Patriots and the Saints uh, are on winning streaks, and we will see uh, what happens when they meet next week in Greenville. Originally on the schedule, St. David's for JP2, but that matchup has uh, been moved, canceled, so now the Saints will take on uh, Hopton in 11-man action. Uh, Coach, what will be some keys in this game tonight for your bunch to come out victorious on the road? Again, uh, control the football, uh, not turn the ball over. Um, don't give up the big play and good special teams. And I think if we do that, uh, we'll be in good shape. And obviously, we want to come out healthy. It's always good to talk to you. Do appreciate it. Best of luck to you guys the rest of the way. Thank you. I appreciate you reaching out and uh talking about our program obviously interesting tonight that jp2 is going to play a uh, a game that uh, is is the non-conference game 11-man game you heard coach say he wants to get out healthy there you know that's the big concern i think parrot had a chance to play uh east duplin was wanting to play him earlier in the year parrot was about to start conference play and i think they just made the decision hey we don't want to go into conference play injured it would have been great. And, I, look, I think it is great. I mean, Parrot's got a dynamite program. They're really, really good. Um, they are They're one of the better teams in the East this year and, and don't 
sticker or let the eight-man moniker or the private school moniker fool you. They're they're pretty darn good. And, uh, you know, JP2's got a dynamite program as well. So, I mean, they look, don't be surprised JP2 wins tonight. Do not be surprised. They're a good football team. And uh, they, their only loss this year is to Wake Christian, who plays, uh, obviously, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, – triangle triad private school teams and is a really good program in their own right. They won state championships. So uh, it's going to be exciting next week. I, I might have to venture out to that one if I have no assignments because uh, that's going to be a great environment and it's a rematch of last year's state championship game. All right, so uh, more on the local scene and uh, to get you ready for tomorrow uh, as well. Everything else happening in the world of sports. Uh, we've got Philip the Ref Pilkington standing by. He has your 94-3 The Game Sports Flash update. Thanks, Patrick. Philip Pilkington here with your 94-3 The Game Sports Update. In ECU News, women's soccer lost last night 2-0 to UCF. They will play their final home game and final regular season game of the season Sunday against Memphis. For Pirate Football, two players have been dismissed from the team after an altercation last weekend at a bar that led to the arrest of both players. The Carolina Panthers have signed running back Amir Abdullah. There's some sports in action tonight as the Hornets go to Cleveland to take on the Cavs. And in college football, there's action around the American Athletic Conference as UCF hosts Memphis. The Tigers are favored by one and a half. Tonight in Major League Baseball, it's Game 6 of the American League Champion Six Championship Series as the Astros look to close it out and punch their ticket to the World Series. They will pitch Luis Garcia as the Bo Sox throw Nathan Avaldi and hope to force a Game 7. That'll do it for your 94-3 The Game Sports Update. After this, the P-Man is joined by Fandango's Nikki Novak to hear all the latest in movies. Miss a moment. Remember, there will be a test. You can log on to the brand new 943thegame.com for the podcast of the PJ Show. Plus, what's going on with sports in Pitt County and around the globe. And the latest on the ECU Pirates. Log on today. The brand new 943thegame.com. You are dismissed. Atavola in Greenville is your local marketplace. Atavola offers diverse menu selections, casual lunches, and family meals ready to go. At Atavola, they specialize in the creative use of fresh ingredients, seasonal menu selections, and fun culinary creations from the kitchen that will satisfy even the pickiest taste buds. Treat yourself to lunch or dinner today at Atavola, and make sure to join them the second Wednesday of every month for their free wine tastings. Atavola, Red Banks Road in Greenville. Another season of Rose Rampants football is back on your home for Greenville Sports and the ECU Pirates. Let's go! Win on three, one, two, three. 94.3 The Game. J.H. Rose football is brought to you by the law firm of Hardy, Massey, and Blanche, Sam Pollard and Son, Heating and Air, First Bank, Caraway Office Solutions, Stadium Sports, and Doctors Bowman, Padgett, and Associates Dentistry. The Rampants play here on the home for Rose Rampants football. the game. Attention business owners and management, Roebuck Staffing of Greenville and Newbern is here for you. Will Roebuck and his staff are committed to fulfilling your staffing needs. Whether you're a contractor, a manufacturing company, or if you just need janitorial or clerical work for your business. Roebuck Staffing also does temporary to permanent and direct hiring. Roebuck Staffing is your trusted partner for all of your staffing needs and employment opportunities. 
Call Roebuck Staffing at 252-364-8700 or find them online at roebuckstaffing.com. Is your pharmacy fumbling when it comes to customer service, prescription fills, compounding, medical equipment, and enteral intravenous therapy? Perhaps it's time for you to allow HealthWise Pharmacy to score a touchdown in regards to your pharmaceutical needs. Locally owned and operated by pharmacist Marcy Parker, HealthWise Pharmacy puts you and your health first, offering top-of-the-line customer service, individual attention, and free prescription delivery to anywhere in Pitt County. HealthWise Pharmacy, 615B Memorial Drive in Greenville. Time now for an update from Town Insurance. I've got my friend Jim Clement in the studio with me. Jim, great to see you. What's new at Town Insurance? What's new, Henry, is our growth in this state. We have now exceeded $60 million in revenue with 300 employees over both states, Virginia and North Carolina. But North Carolina, our footprint goes from Corolla down to Wilmington, to Kinston, Greenville, Raleigh, and our newest operation in Charlotte. So, Jim, what does that mean for all of your clients and uh, friends in eastern North Carolina? Because of town's massive resources, meaning access to more companies and markets, we are able to serve all of our clients right here in eastern North Carolina with their personal lines, their commercial lines, their life and health needs, or their small business needs. We continue to hear more and more about town insurance, and uh, it's great to have you in here giving us an update today. How about people who aren't doing business with you right now in eastern North Carolina? What would you say to them? Come to town today. What's the telephone number? 756-8300. Like us on Facebook for breaking sports stories and the latest from around the Pirate Nation. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. That's 94.3 The Game's Facebook page. Like us and follow us there today. Fandango's Nikki Novak, a triumphant return. As we wrap up the week here on the Patrick Johnson Show via Zoom. Uh, hello, via Nikki. Zoom. Hello. It's been so, so long. You know, we've got through all these movies uh, at summer, but I, I thought, well, we need to get Nikki to kind of do a recap. But, you know, the heck with that. We've got movies galore right now. And- There's so much happening in the theaters. And, you know, the box office has been great. It's been really strong, especially like Halloween did great last week in 50 million bucks. And... You know, it's fun. And there's a lot of really big epic movies that were delayed that are finally getting released. So uh, Halloween Kills, starring our very own Clark Willis here at IBX Media. He's in the mm. he's in the movie. Small part. There are no small parts, only small actors, although his part seems pretty small. Uh, but I'll say this, Nikki. You saw it, right? No, no. My wife wanted to watch this. We downloaded okay. it on the Peacock.com or, or whatever the, the app yes. is. We watched it. It's great. I, you know, I enjoyed it. So it was fantastic. I thought it was really, you know, this is the second in the most recent trilogy with Jamie Lee Curtis coming back as Laurie Strode. And I really think they've done a really smart job because number one, they're hiring the same director. And I think so there's a good through line. Right. Like the last one sort of reintroduced her with her daughter and her granddaughter. And it's like, it was like the three of them banding together. This one is like the people from Haddonfield are mad. <laughs> and right. it's like, what took them so long? Every Halloween, they've put, been putting that candy out for how many years? And, you know, over 40 years, Michael Myers has been coming. They finally got smart and are like, hey, why don't we band together and take this guy down? <laughs> so here's, it, it, it. you know, it started out as sort of the typical Halloween. Yeah. Uh, but then I thought it got a little dark in the middle. Yeah. Got a little dark. Yeah. And then the end was just silly. 
So that's just that's my take on the whole thing. The yeah, and I silly. feel like for this one, because it is the middle one, the middle child that's very, very angry and doesn't get a lot of attention. It was like, look at me. So what it did is it didn't spend a lot of time building things up. It just sort of jumped right into it. And yeah. it was just kind of like a lot going on. It was more like a you know a traditional slasher film. Like when you think of the original Halloween, it built a lot of suspense over a lot of it. This did not do that. Yeah. It just went for it. This was gory. Uh, that is Halloween yeah. <laughs> Kills. It, it was. Okay. Yeah. It was R-rated. <laughs> yes, it was. All right. Let's see here. Uh, Dune. That's another movie. Dune. Prepare to be sandy. To okay. Get very, very sandy. <laughs> Not Dune, where's my car, but Dune. <laughs> Both great films, really similar. No, they're not. Um, yeah, so this one's based on a 1965 classic novel that actually inspired Star Wars. A lot of things are inspired by Star Wars. This inspired Star Wars. And, you know, massive cast, Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, my favorite, Aquaman himself, Rebecca Ferguson, Josh Brolin, Javier Bardem. It's just like packed. And wow. it is so epic. It's a sci-fi set in the far, far future. And, you know, people are like, you know, I've heard people say, oh, the book is so complicated. They make the movie very, very easy to follow. And you, it's so immersive. I saw it in IMAX. I never tell people, Patrick, how to see movies because right. it's up to them. Mm -hmm. But if you see one movie in IMAX this year, see this one in IMAX. It's unbelievably gorgeous. One of the most gorgeous films I've ever seen. Dune. Dune and not dude. <laughs> right, Dune. All right. Uh, the great, the great, and I mean great, Nikki Novak is joining us from Fandango. It's been so long. It's been so long. All right. For it's the, better when you miss me. It's better when you miss it me is, a little bit. It is. It is. <laughs> how, how can we miss Nikki if she won't go away? So that's, you know, that's, <laughs> right. that's, that's the saying in entertainment. All right. For families, Ron's yeah. gone wrong. This is only in theaters. This is only in theaters. I just saw, I went to the premiere on Tuesday night. It's been a long week. I was like, when was that? Um, but yeah, it's really, it's really, really fun. It's Zach Galifianakis voicing uh, one of the characters and Jack Dylan Grazier. Uh, who is in Shazam. He's kind of an up and coming young actor, but it's, you know, it's these little B-bots. It's the story of these little, you know, uh -huh. kind of these kids that every kid in school has a B-bot except for this one kid and he begs his dad and his dad's like, no, I don't want to get you one. And he finally gets him one, but it's the one that's in the open box. That's a little bit wrong, but then, you know, everything wrong, you know, who, being a little bit wrong can be very, very right. So they've developed this friendship. It's really sweet. You know what I mean? Like, it was like one of those things they invited me to the premiere and I was like, why are you inviting me? I'm, I'm an adult, you know, I, I don't have kids, <laughs> but I thoroughly enjoyed it. My friend and I went, we were giggling the whole way through. It's like, they're so good at these animated movies. They put just enough in there for adults, right? Uh, but then the kids in the theater were going nuts because it's got all the blinking lights and the noises and all that stuff. Sounds like sensory overload, potentially. Uh, exactly. That's why I liked it. It was uh, like having coffee. <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, all right. Uh, Adam's Family 2 and the app Voodoo is where you can get this. Yeah. So that's our streaming service. It's the number one family movie on uh, Voodoo this week. So people have already caught on to it. And I think it's partly because, look, there's not a lot of family Halloween movies. Like yeah. Hocus Pocus was always like the number one every Halloween. But for whatever reason, this one, it's a new release. So um but I was so charmed by this movie. The animation in it is so good. And if you watch the one in 2019, uh, the same cast is back. Charlize Theron, Oscar Isaac, Chloe Grace Moretz. Snoop, of course, is back. And they go on a family road trip. So this is like the Adams Family version of Clark W. Griswold in Vacation. That's what this is. And it's so fun. They go to the Grand Canyon. They go to Niagara Falls. Because Gomez, played by Oscar Isaac, who's also in Dune, by the way, um, he feels like the family hasn't bonded, so he takes them yeah. on this vacation. And they're all so wonderfully weird. It's great. Force family fun. All right, big question, Nikki Novak. Yeah. 
Munsters or Adams Family? Oh, Adams Family. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, French Dispatch is in theaters. Yes. Now talk about wonderfully weird. I don't know if you know Wes Anderson or like his movies. Mm-hmm. He's not mainstream. He well, he did the Grand Budapest Hotel. He, that's right. one of my favorite movies of all time. So if you, if you know that movie, you know his style is very, very quirky. Like every frame in the movie is like a painting. Oh. It's like, you know, he's just a visionary in terms of filmmaking. So there's this new one called The French Dispatch. The person you got to watch this for is Bill Murray. He plays a, uh, an editor and it's an homage to a New York, ma- you know, New York magazine. And, and it's this band of writers. And, you know, he always kind of assembles the same people like Adam Brody is in this movie, Tilda Swinton. He always yeah. kind of brings the same, same people back. Okay. Um, so I'm calling this, if you like Wes Anderson, this is his version of the Avengers. He has everybody in this movie and he throws everything at this movie. This is my personal number one movie of the year. Wow. No, it's not going to be for everybody, but I, I love Wes Anderson, and I love this movie. All right, Nikki Novak, Fandango, the latest Bond movie has been uh, really doing well. Out in the it's been doing great. Have yeah. you seen it? I'm not a Bond guy. I'm not, you know, but again, really? I, the reason I talk to you, Nikki, is because you're my pal, my friend, but also we do this for the people. That's why we're here, to do it for the people. <laughs> you're like, we're basically, he, he's like, you, you're like, I basically have no interest in the movies you talk about, but I'm doing this well, right no, I, I'm interested. And look, now, now that I have, we've got this great new uh, Google Chromecast. It's so much easier than the Fire Stick. My wife got this a couple years ago, and I yeah. refused to hook it up because I was like, we just don't need another gadget in the house. You know, and, and th- we moved and all this. So now I have gotten, we, did, we the only thing we could find the other night was the Chromecast. Plug that sucker in. Boom, baby. It's Golden. The, oh, it's so easy to use. It's so easy to use. So That's any, awesome. Anything so like I will, once you, yeah. Yeah, I'll I watch mean, more movies now. I will watch more movies. I'm so excited to hear this. Well, you should check out Bond. I mean, okay. Bond, you know, obviously Daniel Craig's, you know, fifth and final movie. Mm. Um, another one that really should be seen on the big screen. Gotcha. It's and not And not wait to see it at home. It's so, like, I had chills. Like, I waited for this movie. It got delayed so many times. Right. Um, like four or five times and when they fi- finally opened and I got to go to an early screening when the curtains came up and, it, and I saw that first frame if you're a Bond fan like the chills came over me Daniel Craig's been a great Bond Sean Connery's still my number one but he especially after this last movie became my number two favorite Bond I think he did a phenomenal job and it it's you know a fitting ending he really wanted it to end a certain way for people who have seen it you know, people who haven't seen it, I'm not going to say, but um, you should check it out. Yeah. All right. So who would you, who's your third bond? Where do you, how do you feel about Roger Moore and Pierce Brosnan? Tell me. I like Pierce because you know why? Because I feel like he gave, you know, he was, I don't want to use the word cheesy, but I'm going to use the word cheesy, but he kind of was in on the joke. Like he yeah. knew what he was, but he is one of the kindest people I've ever interviewed. And so to me, when you talk to people and they have no airs and he's just a nice, normal guy, and he's always personable and gives you, goes the extra mile to give you great answers. When you ask him questions yeah. that to me elevates him. So okay. he's my number three, Roger Moore is my number four. All right. You're excited about <laughs> the HBO series succession. I'm excited about, HBO this week because Curb Your Enthusiasm returns. Yes. Does it? Yes. So you're telling me something it, this week. It, I missed it comes that one. On, it, it premieres Sunday. I am, well, I am stoked. I just, I watch clips online and I just laugh. Well, the, the 
the trailer for this season really looks good. Like the last couple seasons, I kind of fell off of it. But this one, I was like, oh, I think I'm ready for his humor again. Right. Sometimes, sometimes you can get a little bit too much of Larry David, in my opinion. But, you know, people will well, come at me. Here's the funny that, thing but... about that. The first time I watched Curb, I hated it. Really? I didn't get it. I, I thought, this is annoying. It's not Now, I didn't watch their that one hour special he did, which led to the, to the series. I'm talking, I actually saw the first few episodes of the series. It took me about two or three episodes to really get on board, but it's yeah. my favorite show. And I think it's the funny, everybody likes to throw out all this comedy, that comedy. They're just playing for second, in my opinion, because I mean, I, I think it's, it's right up well, there with Seinfeld. Yeah. It really is great. Well, he is brilliant. He is brilliant. And he, he always kind of find, finds a way to reinvent the show, and it really seems like he did that with this one. I just and the characters, the supporting characters well, are so funny too. Jeff Garland's fabulous in it. Uh, before the Goldbergs, he was fabulous in it. Yeah. And anything with Larry David and Richard Lewis together, it's just—I mean—it's like uh, two old yentas going at it. I love it. I love it. It's great. You like so you probably like those two grumpy old men in the Muppets. Stadler and Waldorf. We talked about yeah. them this week on the show. Yes, I love Stadler and Waldorf. I love them too. I'm glad you remember their names because I'm terrible with names. I forgot their names. But we got sidetracked because Succession is my personal. Like when you yeah. say curb your enthusiasm, Succession is that show for me. It's not a comedy by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, I think it's the best show in ten years at least. Wow. In my opinion, it's phenomenal. It's like the writing is so good. It's about this, you know, billionaire family, um, and you know who's going to be next in line for succession of this, you know, grand mm -hmm. uh, patriarch of the family, played by Brian Cox. It's just unbelievable. And the first episode dropped last Sunday. It's every Sunday, so you got to wait for it. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. I tried to get into Billions. And it's still kicking some. I just, I, I never thought Billions was that good. I, I just, so I, I thought these, because the two shows kind of premiered Succession and Billions time. around the same. I thought, well, this is just a ripoff of one. Why I didn't like mm, Billions, so why would I watch not. the Okay. Well, definitely you know what? Not. Because I'm going to be more open-minded on Nikki's suggestions, I will <laughs> check out Succession. Get uh, your Google whatever thing going and get it. Right. <laughs> you know, get well, it. I'm going to have Curb ready this week, so that's that's what I'm excited about. All right. Well, we can talk about that next time. We'll talk about Curb in three more months when I see you next. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll talk to you sooner. I don't know when, but it's not going to be a, it's not going to be 90 days. I can't look. I've had people ask me, so "When are you going to have all these movies are coming back? When are you going to have uh, as they as some people call her the movie girl? When are you going to have girl. the movie girl back?" <laughs> I said, Nikki, I said, Nikki Novak? <laughs> yes. I said, well, she'll, well, she'll be on this week. So you, you're so public. You're giving the people what they want. Exactly. Yeah, well, that's why thanks we do it. Thanks for those five people that asked. <laughs> right. We do it for the people. All right. Hey, Nikki, have a great weekend. Thanks a bunch. You too. Thank you. Always fun to have Nikki on. She's, she's a hoot. All right. Uh, we will be back to wrap it up and set the table for the weekend. And to a degree next week, coming up. Eastern North Carolina's home for the Adam Gold Show. Come on in. Weekdays at noon, right here on Eastern Carolina's home for sports. I love sports. And the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. It's tailgate season, and at Moore's Barbecue, we have the perfect packages to meet your needs. From our backyard barbecue pack to our family feast pack, we will make sure that your tailgate stands out and no one leaves hungry. Come on into any of our locations in Winterville, New Bern, Swansboro, Moorhead City, or Jacksonville and bring the whole family. There's enough great food for everyone. We're sure you'll agree if it's not Moore's, 
it's less. Sara Lee Frozen Bakery in Tarboro is hiring. If you're looking for a career change, there's never been a better time to join the Sara Lee Frozen Bakery family. Benefits start day one, and they offer sign-on and monthly perfect attendance bonuses. Starting salary for skilled labor positions between $16 to $20 an hour. Join a winning team. Send your resume to Tarboro Recruitment at SaraLeeFB.com. That's Tarboro Recruitment at SaraLeeFB.com. Sara Lee Frozen Bakery is an equal opportunity employer. Dear past, present, and future football watchers, football is back! Just how you remembered it. Tailgates with an ice-cold Pepsi in hand? Totally back. That between-play sprint to the fridge for more Pepsi? It's back, baby! (laughs) I really missed this. Anyways, consider this your official excuse for always putting football watching first, courtesy of Pepsi. That haircut appointment? Your mom told us you look great, so you should probably reschedule. Seeing the in-laws for the first time in ages. It's been so long. Nope, sorry, Susan. Not if it's on Sunday. Long story short, after the year we've all had, we think you can use a little football watching. So crack open a Pepsi and cheer your football watching face off. With love, Pepsi. Made for football watching. (sighs) That's what I like. Hi, this is Billy Parker at Parker's Barbecue. Did you know that we have party rooms at our Memorial Drive location? We can accommodate parties from 10 to 110 or anything in between. We can serve family-style buffet or order off the menu. Parker's Barbecue. Come celebrate with us. Did you know 80% of North Carolina's harvest is made into food products in other states? That's why food scientists at NC State are partnering with industry and government to turn local crops into North Carolina products, creating new opportunities for our farmers and businesses and adding jobs in rural communities. At NC State, what we think and do grows our economy from seed to supermarket. Discover how we're growing new food opportunities. Visit wegrownc.ncsu.edu. Hi, this is Matt Murchison from Greenville Nissan. It's a fact. Purchase a new Nissan from Greenville Nissan and pay nothing down and no interest on 14 Nissan models, like the 2021 Nissan Rogue or Nissan Armada. Here's another fact. We have inventory while other dealerships don't. Shop GreenvilleNissan.com to see all our inventory and to check out the new, redesigned 2022 Nissan Frontier and Pathfinder. But hurry in. These offers in our inventory won't last forever. Greenville Nissan, where you can always expect miracles. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. All right, wrapping up uh, the week here. If you're inclined... I'll be on ESPN Plus, top of the hour, for ECU Volleyball against uh, Tulane. Magic of Radio situation going on here. Uh, And then tomorrow, back on the airwaves, live with a 1-3 edition of the Pirate Game Day Countdown for Bush Schleit. Terrence Copper and myself getting you ready for ECU in Houston. Uh, Looking forward to having Jim Zoki on Monday. Other great guests next week. And, of course, uh, next Thursday, Patrick Johnson show special time of uh, 3 o'clock. We'll uh, have Pirate Game Day countdown next Thursday before the USF blackout game. It'll be coming your way at the uh, exciting time of uh, 4 o'clock to 6.30, leading you into that 7.30 game. Thanks to uh, JP2 coach Sean Murphy. Also, thanks to Nikki Novak. 
Philip the Ref Pilkington. See you tomorrow, 1 o'clock, Pirate Game Day Countdown.